Amen. And a door opened in heaven, Revelation 4.1, and I heard a voice that said, Come up higher. The Father said today, Let all your hearts and all your minds be raptured unto the top of Mount Zion. Let it not be a 40-year-in-the-wilderness process. Many of you don't have 40 years to waste on religion and rebellion anymore. The young people either. The drugs are too bad. The rebellion will kill you nowadays with messing around with that. The sexual transmitted diseases are killing them. The heroin's killing them. The cocaine's killing them. Everything's killing you. Alcohol. My own precious brother got appendicitis or something. Pancreatitis. Pancreatitis from alcoholism. Been praying for him for 19 years. And at 29 years old, dying on alcohol, I'm telling you, at 29 is the new 72. Because there's an acceleration. And rebellion is not being tolerated in this, this generation. I mean, how many people have died since Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin at age 27? Kurt Cobain, the list goes on and on and on. And it's all because of the acceleration of the royal wine press upon all flesh. The king is coming back to Jerusalem. The king is coming back to the Mount of Olives. And he's not coming back to a bunch of weaklings scared about microchips and guillotines and churchianity. He's coming back to a powerful, overcoming, conquering bride that's equally yoked to him with spiritual abilities. Without spot or wrinkle in her garment, robed in righteousness, knowing how to use the iron scepter of righteousness, not intimidated by the severities of the Father. She knows who her daddy is, and our daddy is not a human being. Our daddy is God, the maker of heaven and earth, the Father of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, is our Father, by which we cry, Abba, Daddy, Gugu, Gaga. Amen. Last night the Lord was saying, even if you're an infant in Christ, you can be drunk every day on pure spiritual milk. It's not advanced Christianity. The first day of Christianity in Acts chapter 2, everyone was drunk on the Holy Spirit. There was men, women, and children in the upper room, and everyone got whacked. It's not advanced Christianity. That's infant Christianity. That's the first stage of Christianity is being drunk, according to the book of Acts, chapter 2. We got sober on religion, and we got into voodoo, doo-doo, dead works, and that's the only way Satan could separate us in our minds by religion. Religion is the light of Cain who murders his brother by self-righteousness. I feel like I've been starting to understand it as like my every moment can be spent enjoying the Father and that's actually that was the purpose of the garden in the first place Eden's the meaning of eating is pleasure and to enjoy the Father in the coolness of the day and every age child can enjoy their father yeah which is why it doesn't which is why you can be drunk every day no matter how old you are it's just a matter of actually trusting the Father so that you can enjoy Him. Because it's when you trust the Father that 
that you have joy, that you have peace. When you trust the Father, you're not worried about what somebody thinks or what the bills are going to be or whatever. You'll find that it's as easy as breathing in your nostrils. Yeah. The sons of God have conquered every city in the world. I tell you the truth, I've been hearing about it for 10 years of broadcasting. Where they're saying, just in the atmosphere of my city, if I'm not demon-possessed by trying to work for it, all I do is breathe in my nostrils and I'm instantly intoxicated on bliss because he died on the cross. You gotta see the vision of it. When our high priest died and spilt out the holy wine of the new covenant at Golgotha, Calvary, hanging on the cross, he transformed the earth. Satan was defeated at the cross. His blood is spilt into the earth. <laughs> and the heavens turned black and the temple was torn in half, the veil of the temple, because now, at that moment of him dying on the cross, your bodies became the temple and we are restored to what Adam and Eve lost <laughs> in the Garden of Eden, which is being a temple of the Holy Spirit, a temple of the breath of life. The Holy Spirit in Hebrew is called the Ruach HaKadosh, which means breath of life. The Holy Spirit that these Christians practice a lot of times is actually just witchcraft. There's a mass Galatians 3.3 witchcraft epidemic in every building made by human hands because God does not dwell in any building made by human hands. Religious institutions, pyramids of men, because God is not a man. God the Father is a spirit. John 4.24 it is written. And God the Father is our head. You shall have no other father except God the Father. And that's why they have all these other fathers on their heads. And so when God the Father comes around and you're introduced to the true living Father, the, the light being, they immediately begin manifesting blasphemy. I mean, on Periscope today, Christian came in and the first instant response was, this is the devil. And, and I'm walking in so much glory. Everyone that knows me walks knows that I walk in holiness. I don't practice any sin. I have no secret sin in my life. We have tons of disciples that are walking in tons of fruits of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> We're all about our Father's house, the kingdom of heaven. We're in continual ecstasy. I don't come down for the lesser pleasures of the flesh. I stay high on the holy pleasures of the Holy Spirit and the highway of holiness all the time. So why would you call this the devil as your first response as a Christian? I mean, you got to understand, every single person that comes out of church initially condemns me for 10 years by like the tens of millions, the tens of millions. You look at the feedback on YouTube. Not an exaggeration. You look at the feedback on YouTube and on Facebook where we've reached 150 million people in the last 365 days, it's like continuous blasphemy against the ecstasy, the drunkenness, the rapture. And it's all misunderstanding, but you got to understand, the Father is very stern about this because you're talking about your Father in heaven. And I, I realize religion has lied to you, and you don't understand the things of Zion and the things of the third heaven and the things of the kingdom but it's called the house of wine in Song of Solomon for a reason. 
Jesus offered you a cup of the new covenant in a cup specifically for a reason. The Lord visited the earth and intoxicated it, Psalm 65, verse 9, which is his death on the cross for a reason. That you may all walk with the Father. But religion is the false father that calls the true light being, the brightness, the Shekinah, the drunkenness, which is the kabod of God. They call it the devil. And they blaspheme the Father. It is the blasphemy of the Father. So you got literally half of the church blaspheming the Father every day. Is it forgivable? Yes! Blasphemy of the Father is forgivable because you grew up in witchcraft and you've never known who your Father is, His goodness, His brightness, His glory. You know, when you're completely possessed in your mind with the bright morning star, it's a totally different thing than church. And then walking around this earth like Jesus Christ, blazing with seven blazing torches with the line of the tribe of Judah since we are the body of Christ and not the body of witchcraft. It's a totally different expression of Christianity than what you've experienced in the church age. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why Jesus taught in the scriptures, blasphemy of the Father is forgivable. Only after you know your Father could you ever do something like Satan and reject the Father and blaspheme the Holy Spirit. So until a person walks with the Father in the coolness of the day like all the angels did, like Jesus does, like Adam and Eve did, you're not even capable of blaspheming the Holy Spirit. I just want to let you know that everyone's forgiven the blasphemy of the Father because we're murdered continuously and it's the killing of the King. It's the killing of the King of the Jews. They're killing God the Father and insisting on their human religious witchcraft and it's forgivable. So no matter how many times you've done it, and I know many of you have continued to do it towards me, year after year after year, every degree of glory that I ascend to, (laughs) you kill me again. (laughs) And it's like constant murder of the king of the Jews. Not that I'm the king of the Jews. Jesus Christ is. And I was so desperate when I got born again at age 18 that there was nothing that I liked in my heart and mind, so he completely filled me with himself. So I literally got born in Zion at age 18, 19 years ago, when I was born again at Minnesota Teen Challenge. The glory of God around me was so strong that I was paralyzed, carried out by four pastors, hand and foot, into a, a private room, couldn't, not, couldn't even open my eyes because it was so bright. It was so bright, and I felt scales fall off my eyes. Literally. I told you before, but I want to tell you again because that's what it means to be born in Zion, where you're born in the glory of God that's literally the top of the mountain of the Lord, which is Mount Zion, the top of the mountain of the New Covenant. And the mountain is Jesus Christ. And so there's a lot to experience in Jesus Christ. That's why people bring their own experiences and it's like, yeah, they're all true. But the place we meet in the mind of Christ is on the top of the mountain of the Lord that rises as chief of all the mountains in the last days, of all systems in the world. And that's what's beginning to happen here. The overcomers of the end times are meeting on the top of the mountain, sharing their experiences, and it's all the same Father at the top of the mountain. There's no more division in the mind. There's no religion on the top of the mountain. There's no unauthorized fire. There's no deception. There's zero confusion and zero deception on top of Mount Zion. 
All the deception and confusion is on the banks of the mountain because they still don't know who their father is because they still don't have the mind of Christ. Ascending Mount Zion is being transfigured by the renewing of your mind. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that's what God's wanted to do with your life ever since you were born again. A lot of people weren't born on Zion. They're born like in the evangelical free church, you know? You know, they filled out a Billy Graham certificate, you know, and asked Jesus into their heart. There's higher degrees of glory beyond what you've experienced. I mean, come on. <laughs> we go from glory to glory forever. 2 Corinthians 3.18, by the Spirit of the Lord. So, the degrees of glory that you need to experience, that you're totally adopted in your mind and no longer orphaned and no longer a beggar and no longer needy and no longer sick and diseased, and no longer hurt and in pain, and no longer religious, all those degrees of glory are on the top of the mountain. And that's not something you earn, that's something you drink. <laughs> and that's where you got to get it. That's the Melchizedek High Priest Holy Wine that you drink. I stay on top of Mount Zion because I drink His wine and I eat His bread. The table of the Lord. It's called the table of the New Covenant, the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. Another name for Jesus Christ in Genesis 14 is Melchizedek. Melchizedek is Jesus Christ. It's true. Because God made a covenant with God so that we wouldn't screw it up. <laughs> that was my conversation with the Lord today in the steam room. Melchizedek is Jesus Christ. And then I heard the Lord say, because God made a covenant with God so we wouldn't screw it up. It's true. Oh. Because the old covenant was man with God, and we screwed it up so bad. Have you read the Old Testament? I mean, it's continuous heartache, continuous betrayal. It's always going wrong. It's always going ugly. <laughs> what the happened there? Oh, uh, yeah. You guys there? <laughs> it looks like they're still there. Oh, my phone froze. It's too much wine. That happens even with my television. There, wow, look Yay. at that. Holy Yay. spirit. Everything went purple for wine in the whole screen. I'll be around electronics sometimes. I'll be sitting in the lobby of the gym where I work out every day. And men will come in and my mind of Christ will interact with them. And it will so pulverize their mind that the television goes ring. Why? Like that until they stop looking at me and walk the other way. It's like total come out of the matrix, seven spirits of God, messianic anointing right through their minds. A few times today, people be walking around next to me and they're actually petrified. <laughs> like a statue. And, and to stay in that position, like within 20 feet of them. This happened three times today where people were petrified. And no facial expression, nothing, just no movement. And once when I was 20 feet away from them in that radius, then they carried on and continued. I'm telling you, this anointing is getting so strong. That 20 feet radius of perfect seven spirits of God messianic anointing that I'm walking in today is going to become like 150 million light years wide. It's going to span through all civilization. It'll span through all the earth. It'll span through all flesh and blood. And I know I'm not doing this so long, but I'm certainly leading it for 10 years. 
Catch up, brotherdomin.com, get the free schools. A lot of new people overcoming. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, there is nothing that Satan has that can stop us. The truth is, we've already faced everything he has in all first world nations. All he's got is sorcery. All he's got is potent sorcery. I mean, all he's got is 33 degrees of witchcraft counterfeiting our 33 degrees of grace. Is grace superior to witchcraft, also known as the curse of the law? It's so far superior that we're just beginning to see and taste and understand how much greater grace is than law. How much greater glory is than witchcraft. How much greater the white horse is than the pale horse. How much greater the new covenant is than the old covenant. How much greater the tree of life is to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. There's no comparison. And the thing about it is, is we've seen little glimpses into glory during the church age the last 2,000 years. But the kingdom age is en masse, everyone drowned in glory. En masse, everything that has breath into their nostrils, once again breathing the breath of life. It's the total restoration to the Garden of Eden in this seventh day. What, what year is it? 2018. We know it's actually 6,018. It's true. Adam and Eve fell about 6,018 years ago. Time started at the fall of Adam and Eve. It's true. So we're 18 years, this is true, into the seventh day. It's the year 6,018. The Jewish calendar is wrong. Pharisees changed it the end of the first century by over 250 years to not point to Jesus of Nazareth as the Messiah. True story. The Gregorian calendar is correct. You are in the year 6,018. You are already in the early stages of the kingdom age, the seventh day. And since it's God the Father, no flesh gets an opinion. No church, no ministry, no, not me, not anyone gets a say in the Father's timeline. It was written in gold, in the blood of the Lamb, 6,018 years ago. That on the seventh day, everyone would enter the rest and there would be a restoration of all things. A rest of the seventh day, restoration of all things. And it's as easy as breathing in the Holy Spirit into your nostrils. So you can see, that's why religion has fought us so much. Religion has no part in the kingdom age, the seventh day, or eternal Sabbath day's rest. <laughs> Even the Apostle Paul wrote in Hebrews 2,000 years ago that he had already entered the rest. Isn't that wild? He was walking in the third day 2,000 years ago. And John and Patmos said the same exact thing. Every prophet and apostle, king, judge, and priest, including King David, Psalms 110, a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek, walked in the day of the Lord in the future <laughs> while they were still in that age. Old covenant age, new covenant age, whatever millennia they lived in the last 6,000 years, 
Everyone who was a prophet, king, and judge, and priest, and apostle walked in the seventh day, the day of the Lord. But now everyone on Mass will walk in it. Yeah. No more glimpses into glory. Yeah. No more just freak shows like Ezekiel and everyone else is just buried in religion in the whole nation Israel. You know? And they just kill them every day. No, no more of that. Let everything that has breath in the United States of America praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the breath of life fill all nostrils because the high priest has been crucified once and for all in the atmosphere of all the earth. And all the 33 degrees of the witchcraft, of the curse of the law, is fulfilled in His 33 degrees of grace that we walk in, in Jesus' name. God always needs a human being to raise him up as a standard. God the Father has never moved through the earth except through a human being. So He uses us. That's what we're called the body of Christ. The brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. Does it, the Bible say that? He's not ashamed to call us His brothers and sisters. Because we literally are, by the spirit of adoption, the brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ the Lord. Jesus Christ the King. Jesus Christ the High Priest. Amen? Jesus Christ, the roots of David. Jesus Christ, the bright morning star. Is our older brother. And we're his younger brothers and his younger sisters. And we're here and we know it and have all the confidence of God the Father through us in the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And so all the fallen angels are bowing to us. And once the fallen angels bow to us, all the earth is harvested. We just needed to prove we are who we say we are, and it's not just, you know, this fake fantasy faith stuff, but it's the real deal, the Word made flesh. That He circumcised our hearts, and He circumcised our minds, because we're tempted and tested every day to make sure we're the real deal. That we're, if we're Christians, well, you bear that name, Christ, in you, you're going to be tested to see if you are Christ, a Christian. Oh, I'm not Christ. Christ is out there. No. You are Christ. A member of the body of Christ is an earthen vessel of Christ, the anointed one. <laughs> you have God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, inside your heart and inside your mind. And that's what the demons do. They come around and say, oh, you're just dirty and you're a sinner. You'll always be a sinner. You know, and they make you out to be religious and they make you out to be rebellious. Find your pleasures and lust. Find your, you know, your your worth and pride by what you do in your works and your performance and not in Christ Jesus' works, not in Christ Jesus' performance. We trample the blood of the Lamb underfoot by our religiosity and unauthorized fire every day. Being a Luciferian Christianity in the USA is the norm in 2018. But we have to change it and show them by intoxication the holy wine of the high priest. It's not optional. The only time salvation is ever offered in the entire New Testament is with a cup and with a drink. Wow. It's never by works. It's only by grace through faith. Drink the new covenant. You're drinking the royalty of God the Father. <laughs> and I tell you the truth, all the false royalty of the earth that say they're royalty because they got the bloodlines, well, we got the bloodlines of Jesus Christ, blood. Melchizedek. I got the blood. 
We have the blood of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Let's show them that we are actually a royal priesthood. Amen. Are we royalty? We are a royal priesthood. And what makes us royalty? His royal blood. Yeah. It does it get any more royal than the maker of heaven and earth? Jesus Christ, the King? The King of Israel, the King of the Jews, Inri? <laughs> Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. They put it on a board. Pontius Pilate. What is written remains written. That's as royal as royal gets. And we're his people. And we're treated like dogs. We treat ourselves like dogs. We don't know who we are. We're full of witchcraft because that's how Satan controls us and keeps us down. And keeps us like the slaves. Keeps us the workers. You know, they just tax us to death. Work harder for less money with more taxes. It's getting better, but we haven't seen anything yet. We haven't seen anything yet. I'm telling you, we're bringing in the promised land of the kingdom on earth. Yeah. And you'll have nothing over your head. You'll have no bills over your head. You'll have no sickness and disease over your head. You'll have no religion. You'll have no church over your head. You'll have God the Father, the Almighty over your head. And everyone will be set free en masse. I tell you the truth. That's why he died on the cross. To set the whole world free from rebellion, black magic, and religion, white magic. And restore us by the breath of life to the Father's covering. Amen. And you know the Father will just strike anything that touches his kids. He will. He's a perfect father. All vengeance upon religion belongs to the Father. He is the Lord our vengeance. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I repay. That's in the New Testament of the New Covenant because religious people have murdered us by the millions in every generation. I mean, they're murdering Christians in the Middle East right now at a rapid rate. The Middle Eastern Christians, the Coptic Church in, in Egypt... You know, the, the Iraqi church was pretty much ethnically cleansed. They say 150,000 Christians were murdered brutally. The women sold into sex slavery just in the last 15 years as they let ISIS take power in Iraq and Syria. They murdered 150 Christians in the last 10 And so we got it so good in America. We got it so good in Canada. We got it so good in Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand. We, we got it so good. The problem is, is we're so bewitched, we don't even know what we have to help everyone else in the world. You know how you help them? You drink the royal wine and let your cup overflow? It's true. Yeah, you can go there, be a missionary there, but be led by the Spirit. Yeah. Don't be led by your brain. Yeah. Nothing worse than a Christian offering, offering unauthorized fire. It's in, called strange fire, dead works. It will kill you. In good intentions, you could go over there to be a missionary and just get killed in the first week. Like, and get into heaven, get slapped in the face right, by Jesus no because you just did something stupid religiously. Because you did your own will, you know, in probably good intentions, but it was still your carnal idea of what should happen. Good intentions are demonic. The human... Christianity is demonic. You need the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth. The good mind of a good Christian 
is the worst, most wicked, evil thing. That is the very essence of blasphemy. That says, I don't need the mind of Christ. I don't need to be controlled in my mind by God the Father. I can make decisions apart from my God. You're godless. Because, because I have good ideas. Because I can do good things. I can do good things, can't I? No. Only the Father can do it through you. <laughs> Being possessed and controlled by the Holy Spirit is the beginning of salvation. Making decisions religiously out of a carnal, unrenewed oh. mind is the main thing that allows Satan into your bodies. It really is Jezebel. It's unauthorized fire. It's the number one enemy of every person after they're born again. That's why there's so many Christians demon-possessed, sick, and their God is works, and they're slaves. I mean, it's not real Christianity. It's 100% Luciferian slavery. They're bewitched so hard, they're not even real Christians. They're not. I'm not saying they're not saved, but all of their works are worthless and will burn with fire, wood, hay, and stubble. Everything that comes out of your human nature and not the divine nature that He died on the cross to possess you with will burn. Unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. Who's the Lord? 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, The Holy Spirit is the Lord. Unless the Holy Spirit does it through your heart and mind, and I tell you the truth, the Holy Spirit's not doing 99% of what churches are doing in Western civilization. Oh. In first world nations, 99% of the stuff done in every building made by human hands is not authorized by God the Father. Therefore, it's strange fire unauthorized fire. And that's why the whole world is in chaos and confusion. It's because of the witchcraft of the Christians. Witchcraft is doing your own thing and not being authorized by the third heaven and the great glory on the top of Mount Zion. We're led by the great glory on the throne. I didn't even know there was a great glory. Then you can't even begin doing ministry until you're raptured onto the top of Mount Zion and it doesn't take 40 years. I was born there. You can be born again on top Mount Zion and have the mind of Christ beaming through your mind with seven blazing torches. It's called the gift of salvation. Being sealed in your forehead with the mind of Christ, Jesus Christ. Being possessed with God the Father in all your soul. Possessed transformed in your personality, yeah. glorified and made sweet and not bitter, yes. sweet. The bitterness of religion has to be made sweet. He's turning the water of religion mm. into the wine of grace. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone that's been into the works and striving will be refreshed because it's all Jesus Christ through us since we are his body on earth as it is in heaven. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.